are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I am your host, Robin Ayers. Happy Thursday. Yes, it is Thursday. The week is almost over. That that actually came and went by pretty fast. Um, but first and foremost, before I do or say anything else, shout out to Brooklyn and Madison Ayers. They are 17 years old today. What? What are we doing here? Where did the time go? Uh, everybody is asking the same question. But it's, it's not just me. It's it's everyone who's watched them grow up over the years, whether on the internet or in person. People are just like, I, I don't understand how they are 17 years old. But we are so extremely proud of them. They are incredible young ladies and uh, doing some fantastic things. So shout out to the girls. Thank you guys so much. I already see you're coming into the YouTube chat and you are wishing them a lot of love. So I appreciate that. Listen, you can join us here and spread the word or you can call in at some point if you'd like to do that today. You can do that by calling 1-800-920-1580 because, of course, we have great conversations on this show. And, of course, today is no different. And we have a wonderful contributor who I'm excited to talk to uh, about our topics today. But let's get started with a couple of um, updates for you guys. So it's been four months, but Bronny James has been cleared to return to basketball. Is anybody excited about that? I think just as a human being, okay, watching what he had gone through and knowing that a lot of these athletes, there have been several since Bronny and even before Bronny, of course, but several who have not made it. They've collapsed on the floor and, um, you know, worse things have happened. So to see that he went through his ordeal, but he also recovered, he's recovering well, and now he's been cleared to return to basketball. I think it's fantastic. And Anybody just looking at the situation would probably agree with me. So congratulations to him. All right. So y'all know how there have been some trends. (laughs) This isn't funny. (laughs) It's not funny. Okay. But there have been trends of fans who are in the audience and they're throwing things on stage or throwing things at the artist. I can't, I can't really wrap my mind around that because if you're there I'm assuming you're a fan why are you throwing things at the artists that you love I I I, I don't get it but let me tell you who's not having it <laughs> some people have been very nice about it Drake he's been very nice about the the women throwing their braziers <laughs> on the stage he had a whole collection of them by the time his tour was done um yeah so people handle it in different ways but I could tell you who is not playing about this Ari Lennox When I tell you she stopped in the mid-sentence as she was singing her song because a fan who was at her concert threw a water bottle at her while she was on stage. And she... Who knew that Ari Lennox had it in her? Now, I didn't know. I know now, but uh, she got buck, okay, and cursed this fan smooth out, okay? And... uh, (laughs) She let she let everybody know um, not to come for her. So I really do hope that this trend stops. It is ridiculous. It is uncalled for. And somebody is actually going to end up hurt. Either the artist or that fan themselves are going to really end up hurt. And that's not cool. Um, I don't know if any of you are magazine fans. I am 
a huge magazine fan. That's some that that's actually something that used to be a pastime of mine. I would go through and just flip through magazines. It just makes me feel some kind of way. Um, so yesterday I mentioned Glamour magazine having Mary J. Blige as their Woman of the Year, and now Elle magazine has announced their cover stars for their Women in Hollywood issue. And uh, they have different issues with different covers, I'll say, with Taraji P. Henson. And if you know, Taraji is playing Suge in the upcoming Color Purple, the reimagined Color Purple. Danielle Brooks, who's also playing in the Color Purple as Sophia. And Fantasia, singer Fantasia, who's playing Celie in the film. And... uh, randomly they threw in Jennifer Lopez. Now I, I love Jennifer Lopez. I think she deserves it, but it's just strange how you had three women from the, from the upcoming film and you threw JLo in there. Okay. But shout out to all of them. I think that that is fantastic. Um, let's go ahead and get to the Rob report, Andy. Now it's time for a breakdown. Peter guns. I don't know if you know who Peter guns is. I know him because I was introduced to his, his song that I felt like was a it was a hit back in the day. I mean, I'm sure that was 90s, early 90s. Uh, that had to have been. Um, and and uh, Laura Tariq and Peter Guns, they had an incredible song. So that's how I was introduced to him. But he later reemerged as a reality star. And um, he's now revealed that he is an atheist. I think that surprised maybe a lot of people just because you don't really hear people publicly state that they're an atheist. Well, he has. And um, he shared a recent experience and actually gives some advice on what he feels like if you ever come into contact with an atheist, maybe what you should do. I think this is going to be an interesting topic. We're also talking about Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz, like when when is the last time you heard from Lenny Kravitz? Well, he is calling out black media specifically he is calling out BET I will tell you why on the other side and get into that conversation because we like Lenny Kravitz around these streets Um, we're also hopefully going to get into this conversation about Mike Tyson I don't know if you remember last year in the middle of the year Mike Tyson was on a flight and there was a guy behind him just sort of um, heckling him he was just bothering him and uh it wound up getting physical. It wound up getting physical. Now, we hadn't heard much about what's going on with that case. Actually, soon after that, we heard that there were not going to be any charges against Mike Tyson for what he did. But now the man is asking for some money. Let's talk about whether he deserves that or not after what he did, the part that he played. So we're going to get to that on the other side again with our entertainment contributor that we have on the line. Right uh, when we come forward, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Keep it locked. Well, it is Thursday. You know what this means. That means we have Cheyenne Corinne on the line with us. Hello to you, Cheyenne. Hey, Robin. How are you? Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you. Now, you got to give me a lesson on how to uh, get get my makeup together in 10 minutes or or less because I just... Listen, with TV, sometimes it's just like that. Yeah, I see. I see. Well, you did yourself a, a fantastic job. And, uh, you know, you. you're always doing wonderful things. So I appreciate you oh, taking the time you. to join us on the show today. Always. Now, Cheyenne, um, I, I first of all, do you know the song? Um, 
is it Uptown? What's in the, it's called Uptown by Lord Tariq and Deja Vu by Lord Tariq and um and Peter Guns. I don't know how old you are. Don't tell uh-huh. me how old you are, but you don't know that song. Okay, well. No. I'm big sis tonight. I'm big sis. I'm not quite auntie, but I'm big sis. Oh, please. <laughs> that song came out and it was a hit. And um, Peter Guns, you know, as we know, has moved on to reality television and made a name mm-hmm. for himself there. He he gave us a recent experience of his when he when he revealed that he's actually atheist. But I want you to hear it in your with your own ears and um Let's talk about it on the other side. Let's take a listen. Man, I just hopped on live. Something crazy just happened. Something dope just happened. Uh, this guy came and asked me to go to church with him this weekend. Some random man just walked and said, Yo, would you go to church with me this weekend, Peter Guns? And I was like, well, I have to be honest with you, brother. I could. I love the music and all that, but I'm, a, I'm really a non-believer. I'm more on the atheist side of things. And he said, well, can I pray for you? And we prayed in the cold. And I just wanted to tell people that's how you answer to people that really don't believe or don't have faith. You don't just dismiss them and say, yo, you, you, you going to hell and nothing like that. You know what I mean? Man said, Guns, can I pray for you? Can I pray with you? And we prayed. Right in the middle. 125th Street. Just wanted to put that out there, man. Don't turn your back on people because they don't, they lack faith. Alright? Okay, now that I feel so many different ways about that. Um, You know, I think that that's such a powerful thing uh, that this person who he just said it was a a random situation. He was on the street and a man probably knowing who this guy is invited him to church and asked him, can you know, do you want to come to church with me? And then when he reveals that he's an atheist, uh, he says he's a non-believer. The guy says, can I pray with you? I mean, the boldness, actually, to, to say, can I pray with you? Give me your thoughts on this. I don't know if you were shocked. I was actually pretty shocked when he said, I'm an atheist. Uh, just because you don't hear people outwardly expressing that. Um, you, you, people are always expressing their love for God, but you never really hear the opposite of that, Cheyenne. Yeah, you don't You don't that often. I actually, I had a friend um, one time tell me the same thing, and I kind of, you know, clutch my pearls, you know, just because I am a Christian woman. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's what you are supposed to do. Um, you know, you're supposed to pray for people. And I think that sometimes my pastor actually was talking about this recently. Is like sometimes we can push people e- even further away from, you know, your religion, not just like Christianity, when you like force it on them. And I know like something in Judaism is that, you know, they don't try to get people to become um, Jew. You know, they don't get to be try to become um, they don't try to convert people. That's like one of their main things is they don't try to convert someone into um, believing in Judaism. And I think that that's something that, you know, there's several reasons why they don't. But I think that there's one thing about, you know, introducing someone to the word and, um, you know, praying for someone versus forcing someone. But I think that, you know, if you feel like, you know, if you're worried about someone that is atheist, the best thing to do is to pray for them. So I think that he's like, you know, this is what more people should do instead of, you know, judging because I don't believe, just pray for me. And hey, maybe that may inspire me to one day pray myself. Um, So I think that's really cool that that happened and that, you know, he shared that with a lot of people because sometimes church folks can be real, you know, judgy and stuff when they hear that. Mm -hmm. 
I'm, I'm glad you said that because that's a whole word right there. I mean, um, it's it's judgment, and I think there is a you you remember when we were kids and like somebody would say, if you lie, like let me back up because thunder gonna come down and strike you, and I don't want to be anywhere near you when thunder strikes or lightning strikes rather. Um, sort of that feeling when someone says they're an atheist, it's almost like, okay, let me back up from you completely because whatever, you know, <laughs> whatever is going to come and strike you, it, it's almost, but maybe that in and of itself is sort of like a judgment. Maybe people are judging you mm -hmm. and let me step back from you because whatever you got going on, I don't want any of that on me. And um, you're right. I think that uh, number one, if more people, this is what my hopes are is that just more people would be open, like open and open-minded. Yeah. You can have your own thoughts. You can have your own beliefs and, you know, pray to the God that you believe. And we, we believe in our own God, right? But if we can be open-minded, yeah. I think that's actually one of the greater things about um, traveling. When you travel, you meet people from all walks of life. You, you are introduced to cultures and languages and foods and all these things. And similarly, if you're open enough to talk to just everybody and listen to their mindset on um, on on their beliefs, it, it sort of opens up an opportunity because I I've I've been mm -hmm. told um, years ago, and I'm sure you've heard this as well that you know if someone just plants a seed, someone else might come along and water it, you know, and then someone else along your journey might come come by and water it some more until it blooms, and. If you take that opportunity to like that guy did, he said he 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 asked if he can pray with Peter Guns. Maybe that was the seed that uh, would yeah. maybe one day be watered. My hopes, my goal. I think so too. And and even this conversation, I had to check myself for a moment because I was like, oh, that like at first I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense of some of his, you know, um, I guess you can say devious behavior, you know, when it comes to cheating and all of that. Mm. And you know, because I do think you know it's one thing to. Uh, wants someone who you end up partnering with to be of the same faith because, you know, you want to be equally yoked and all of that. But if it's not someone you're partnered with, like, you know, they have a right to to feel that way. Mm -hmm. But I, I checked myself because I was thinking the same thing and someone wrote that in one of the comments and then someone responded and it was like 99% of, oh, he actually responded and said like 99% of Christians are like cheaters or something like that, which that statistic is wrong. But it is true. Just because you are in church, it does not mean that you're any better than, you know, a non-believer. Because some of the biggest sinners are in church at the same time, if we're being real. We all know those people there every Sunday, but aren't living by the word. Mm. So uh, I also don't know if that's always the that like the full judgment of someone's mm. character. You, 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 <laughs> you speaking right now. Um, That's true. I do want to, um, and I want to be careful to not sound judgy. I want to be clear. I am not trying to sound judgy. However, in this, because we're on the topic, right? We're on the topic of atheists. Um, I always think about basically what you just mentioned, Cheyenne. I always think about when, when you have a believer and you're connected to a believer Usually that means that they have a higher power. They have someone else that they are accountable to, which is God, right? Um, so even if they, we all sin, you know, we all fall short of, of the glory. So even if they do sin, maybe the, um, 
the God that they serve, who who they hold themselves accountable to, will help them change their ways or help them at least feel, um, um, you know, sorry for what they've done or something like that that could help them change their ways. Do you know, and I'm not sure if you have any experience or, you know, you mentioned a friend of yours. Um, do you know if atheists feel who they feel they have to um, answer to like do they ha- do they have anybody who they have to be accountable to just themselves usually usually just themselves and their own like morals or what they kind of believe is right and wrong and it's inter- interesting because I was just thinking about my um, friend that um, told me that she was atheist and this was probably like college years and now she has um, like three or four, she has four kids and um, she had all of them baptized and she ended up marrying a Catholic man. And now she is she's religious now, but she definitely was atheist back in the day, which just goes to show it can change. But I do feel what you're saying. It's like that's why for myself, I would want a partner that believes in something because you got to have a code or something that, you know, when all else fails, you have something to kind of base your values on Mm. and i hope that those values would kind of align with mine if at least the base of it is you know um our religion if that makes sense oh yeah definitely makes sense. what is your code yeah what's the moral code here i'm code it's it's uh to me (laughs) and how i live my life and how i want you know i want to be connected with anybody else is to have someone something a higher power that you feel connected to that you have to again answer to and in the in the sense of just be led by and be guided by and so uh for me that that's god but i don't i don't shame anyone or um i don't I, I try not to judge anybody for their own beliefs. And the reason is we don't know their experiences. We don't know what led him to be an atheist in the first place or, you know, his his life story. You know, again, you could only pray for someone. But speaking of praying for someone, Marcus Atkins says, if someone is an atheist, I wouldn't force someone to pray. That feels religious, prejudice and arrogance. I think God loves the atheist, too, and gives them free will. Well, um, I hear that. I don't think he forced him to pray this this stranger whoever this guy is I don't think he forced him to pray I think he he asked and Peter Guns accepted it and so I don't think that there's anything wrong with how he approached it your thoughts Cheyenne are you there Cheyenne I can under- oh I can, there you go I can un- I can um understand um what that person is saying excuse me I forgot the name but I can understand because it can seem like, hold on, I just told you I don't believe in this. Why are you praying for me type of thing? Mm. So I think that you also, I mean, but you have to go based on, I guess, the person's vibe. And with the fact that Peter was receptive to it, he probably gave off that impression mm. to it. But I don't think that it's right, you know, to just keep going. And I also think that, you know, prayer is beautiful, but you got to watch who's praying for you and about what, That's too. True. Like, I don't just have when people on the Internet just randomly saying, I'll pray for you. I'll pray. I'm like, uh, can you not? You know, like, <laughs> because what you, pray, you know, what you praying for? Yeah, so you I you do have to be careful about, you know, who's <laughs> praying for you for sure. <laughs> you know why you, you that's so on point. And the reason is. When we pray and we're usually using our words, words are so powerful. No matter what you are saying, your words are powerful and your belief behind those words are very powerful. And so I remember when I was pregnant with my twins, who's again, 17 years old today. So that was 17 years ago. I was uh, or more. 
when I was pregnant with oh, them. Oh, my God. I know. It's so crazy. <laughs> I would be in church and um, or walking around or people who knew us, knew, knew me. Um, they'd be like, oh, can I pray for you? And I remember my family. I remember people who were close to me saying, uh-uh. Don't you let nobody, don't, first of all, don't let nobody touch your belly and don't let anybody just pray for you. And when people say, um, God gave me a word for you and can I let, can I tell you the word that God gave, you know, all of those things, you really got to use your discernment in um, who is saying what, who is praying what, because it could be a little mm-hmm. tricky. You are right about that. Mm-mm. For sure. Uh, yes. Happy birthday to the twins. Marcus Atkins says, thank you so much. Thank you. Happy birthday. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, okay. Cheyenne, we got to keep you around a little bit more because it's getting good. I want to, I want to have this conversation, uh, next talking about Lenny Kravitz, who is expressing his frustration with black media. You know, I love talking about black media. I love talking about it. So yeah, call us out. Okay. Anyway, we're going to get to that on the other side, but right now we've got news traffic and sports. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Lil Real. How are you? Right now, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. That's right. The Raw Report. You are inside The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. And that is Lenny Kravitz, if you did not know. Thank you, Andy, for that. That is the jam. And I think we should put some more respect on Lenny Kravitz's, Kravitz, his Kravitz's name. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tongue twister. Hey, if you are just joining us, uh, welcome on in here. We were just talking about Peter Guns and the fact that he's an atheist, and he suggests how we should deal with atheists. He says we should pray for them. Um, that was a great conversation, and, and this conversation is uh, being had with Cheyenne Corinne, who is on the line with us. Uh, Cheyenne, yes, so good to uh, to to have this conversation with you. I want to move into this next one regarding Lenny Kravitz. Okay, and he said uh, this man is not getting the respect that. Well, he didn't say these words verbatim, but in in essence, he's not getting the respect that he deserves, and he's calling out BET specifically. Now, BET, of course, we know. Um, they celebrate black music. They are uh, they are an entertainment company, actually one of the biggest, and have maintained being one of the biggest black owned. I don't know that it's uh, if it's black owned anymore. <laughs> it's not black owned anymore. Okay, Andy confirms um, it was for many years, um, but they still celebrate black artists, black music, black television, and all the above. Well, in a recent interview with Q, uh, GQ magazine, Lenny Kravis, he says that. To this day, he has not been invited to anything BET um, or Source Awards or anything. And he says, um, here's a black artist talking about himself who has introduced many black art forms, who has broken down barriers, barriers just like those who came before me broke down. That is positive. And they don't have anything to say about it. He is making a very valid point. Why do we not see Lenny Kravitz? At the black, you know, at the BET Awards or 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 anything for that matter. Your your thoughts on it, Cheyenne? Because I know you you pay attention to these award shows and things like that, just like I do. I do. Yeah, I think it's because, unfortunately, I think it's because of the genre. I think it's because you know he's rock and roll, which is weird because rock and roll like really is ours. You know, when I say ours, you know, the black communities really. But you know, I don't. 
obviously it's not as saturated with us as, you know, R&B, hip hop, rap. Mm-hmm. But I wish that we would, you know, celebrate more genres because the last few like awards and stuff, it's just been not the best to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't think and I think the talent is just like it's just you have to do so little to be famous nowadays. And, like, I really do miss artists, you know, like Lenny Kravitz that, like, deserve to be celebrated and that are true artists. Um, but I think it's the genre, and I think that maybe they do need to open it up a little bit more because I am getting bored with the same stuff, mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's the reason. But I also want to make sure that we're always not just being super, super harsh on, like, all of, like, our media and platforms, too. Mm-hmm. And... um I don't know. I also saw some tweets from like some journalists that were saying I've been reaching out to him for however long and his team doesn't get back to me. And that's also another conversation because I know with these black red carpets, you know, there'll be black media and a lot of people will skip over them. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, so I also don't want to jump to conclusion just because he's saying this, because there could be people on his team that are not accepting all of the different requests. Now, if you've listened to the Raw Report long enough, you'd know <laughs> I have I have mentioned this on numerous occasions, just being frustrated with certain aspects of of black media, but also uh, when it comes to artists themselves, uh, red carpets, interviews, things like that. I don't know where we stand with this, but um, Andy, I want to hear hear your point and then I'm going to jump in right behind. Um, is Lenny Kravitz dating? I don't know who he's dating. Why? Why is that? Why? Why are you asking I'm that just question? Leave it alone. I think you know why. I don't know why. <laughs> he's an individual who basically does rock music, and you know, if he was dating somebody on of the other persuasion, I think that plays a level into it. Now, if he was dating a black woman, I think he probably would get the invitation. I don't. I'm not sure. As shallow as that may be, I uh-huh. think stuff like that plays factor sometimes. Um, uh, okay. All right. Okay. Maybe. And I, I've not looked into that, to that deep enough, um, to, to come to a conclusion on that. I just don't buy into that narrative. Right. Um, obviously we do know that he was married and has a child with Lisa Bonet and, uh, you know, and I think, I think he was fine then. I think he's fine now. I think, um, Lenny Kravitz, I want to be clear, he is a star. He is a bona fide star. We are just talking about um, BET, which, to be honest with you, I'm actually surprised that he has a problem with not having been invited to BET Awards. or He mentioned Source Awards. The Source Awards, as we know, are purely almost... Well, do they do the Source Awards anymore? Is it now? I don't even... I've not even heard that they do it anymore, but that was purely a hip-hop... Uh, platform and so I don't know why he mentioned that but I'm just surprised that he'd actually want to attend um, the BET Awards I think what he's saying is that I am a black artist period and, and, and BET is a black media company they showcase black people and for the barriers that I've broken down and for the art forms that I have introduced I should be recognized I think that's pretty much all he's saying and I don't disagree with him on that uh, DJ Black 909. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, go ahead. He says, put it this way. The Source Awards is a hip hop award show. That's that's what I was saying. Lenny Kravitz is not a rapper, mm-hmm. not even an R&B gospel singer. Oh, to the point that you were making, Cheyenne, I, I, I had to pull this up because I remembered not long ago where um, 
This was just a couple of years ago where Kane Brown performed at the BET Awards for country music. And everybody mm-hmm. made such mm-hmm. a big deal of it, which, you know, is is great. I mean, maybe that they felt like, oh, th- this was needed. This is refreshing. And that's cool. But why wouldn't you have Lenny Kravitz perform at the BET Awards? I actually think that would be groundbreaking. Yeah. That's yeah, that's insane. But like the thing that I've like noticed also, I think it's insane. But the thing I have like started to feel about these award shows is that sometimes it's very like political. So who really knows why? But I feel like a lot of these choices about who's performing, who's hosting, who's, you know, are so political sometimes and really not based on the impact. And even like, I just feel like that about who wins things now Mm. so it's just so hard i think he definitely deserves it but i feel like there's so many other things that go into someone receiving the things that they receive other than just purely like deserving it which is what it should be about Mm. absolutely right andy shout out to the voice of reason zoe williams man he stepped in real quick and basically educated me by basically saying that lenny kravitz has also produced a lot of uh records for hip-hop artists yes so for example Mm. uh, the blueprint 2 jay-z he has a record with lenny kravitz so it's like St. John, on. do you prefer? Do you uh, pronounce his name St. John, the uh, the the artist? Yeah, uh, but it says he has collaborated with Jay Z and St. John. And and listen, even Jay Z, he won't attend the BET Awards, <laughs> you know, right now. Um, but yeah, I I think that 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 is the case. He should be acknowledged and he should be recognized for all that he has contributed regardless of genre and as a matter of fact i think i've been challenging these award shows lately um because i feel that they've gotten a lot more classless sorry but i'm not sorry about that because we grew up a certain way and i feel like we need to return to to class we need to return to that and return to something a bit different. You know, um, Lenny Kravitz, he, he offers something different than than what we're used to on the regular basis when it comes to BET. So, um, yeah, you guys over here in the in the uh, comment sections are lighting it up. Absolutely agree with you. Um, uh, Lavelle says Lenny is an icon and deserves all his due. Little Richard didn't get his until years later. Uh, let's not keep let's not make that happen i think for uh to lenny um yeah so you guys are definitely giving him his props houston texas says lenny definitely deserves to be celebrated he is more than just a singer he is also an actor bet pay attention pretty brown mimi says black people we created rock and roll i mean come on that's that's a fact bo diddley chuck berry little richard etc dj black 909 says do not forget ike ike turner and fats domino um yeah, you guys are right. Brother Alfonso says that uh, that Lenny is right about that. He was in a lane by himself when he was the only one, kind of, uh, um, kind of minus Prince. Um, Andy, I was gonna say shout out to Steve Lacey. Yeah, you know he's a newer artist yeah. that's not doing uh, a stereotypical black music. Yeah, and I, you know, I think there's that acknowledgement at least, you know, from the culture or whatnot. Maybe, maybe he needs to uh, do a record with Lenny Kravitz. That'll probably be dope. That'll be cool. But you know what? Uh, and I actually, I was su- very surprised that Steve Lacey, when he was uh, he had the number one song on Billboard's but R and B charts. R&B and I had yeah I, I was like this is to me I felt like it wasn't an R&B song but I also think that this is something of this generation and no knock to him because the song actually grew on me <laughs> but it was just it was just interesting um I, I don't know what the answer is to that but I will say I'm not opposed to calling out 
what needs to be called out. And when that's us, I'm also going to call that out. And I think Lenny Kravitz is right about this. I think that BET absolutely needs to pay tribute to him. Um, some acknowledgement, at least an invitation. Put him on the front row. He deserves that. Um, Cheyenne. Before we let you go, I got to quickly get your your thoughts on this situation. Did you see the Mike Tyson incident that happened on the plane where the man was behind him in his ear? He was just he was just messing with with Mike Tyson. Did you see this video last year? Yes, I did. Okay, the the video made me mad. And uh, apparently something that we did not see on camera was, according to Mike Tyson's attorneys, the man actually threw a water bottle at Mike Tyson, which then uh, caused him to turn around and start punching the man. Now, you don't want punches from the champ, okay, Mike Tyson? You don't want those problems. And the guy wound up bloody all on the side of his face. And there were no charges at the time. I think everybody could see what was going on. The man was absolutely antagonizing Mike Tyson. But now, (laughs) as we fast forward more than a year later, the guy is demanding $450,000 from Mike Tyson for this assault. Um, Number one, does he deserve this money? Number two, what should happen when you do have someone who is antagonizing and gets assaulted? Do they have a case or not? Uh, I mean, when you get assaulted, I mean, yeah, you always are going to have a case. I do feel like, why, why would you mess with Mike Tyson? Like, I wouldn't <laughs> all anybody on that planet except Mike Tyson. But if you wanted <laughs> money, then I guess he would have been the person. So this could have been the person's plan all along. Hey, I know Mike Tyson. He probably doesn't have that much patience. I know he's going to knock me out. Let me just get a punch real quick and then come up with all this money. Hey, it sounds like, a, it sounds like he may have plotted on this. But I do feel like... You know, don't pick on people at the same time. But if you are, like, if the other person didn't get physical with you, then you are in the wrong. Especially, I know, with, like, boxers and stuff, stuff you can be considered, like, your hands could be considered, like, a lethal weapon um, and stuff. And you can get Mm -hmm. charged even harsher if you are, like, a boxer, especially if it's, like, a domestic violence type of thing because, like, you have that much power. So you should know when to, like, not use it. Yeah, you you are absolutely right about that. According to Mike Tyson's um, attorney, he says that the uh, well, actually, this is from the San Mateo County District Attorney. He says that this was basically due to the conduct of the victim leading up and leading up to the incident um, and the interaction between Mr. Tyson and the victim, as well as uh, as as well as the requests of both the victim and Mr. Tyson. Um, I, I, I don't know what that was saying. <laughs> Basically, uh, they he didn't want to charge because he sees that it's the uh, the victim. We're calling him a victim because he was assaulted. But he is the one who um, he created this incident, right? But the other thing is there, the, the guy's attorney is saying that Mike Tyson could have handled this any number of ways other than getting physical. If you're on a plane... What do you do? What do you do? I mean, you, you can request a, a seat change, perhaps. Uh, what if no one is listening? This guy was, you know, steadfast and antagonizing him. I'm not sure, but I'm going to stick with the fact that I don't believe he deserves this money. That's where I land on it. Uh, do you, Does he deserve the money or not? <laughs> Just according to what you saw. Cheyenne. Who, me or yeah. Andy? Oh, no, me? Sh- <laughs> um. 
Uh, I think that he doesn't deserve it. I like. I feel like he was asking for it, and this was his whole plan. So okay. no. All right, that's fair. Because I'm like, come on, Cheyenne, you got to commit. All right, no, that's good. Um, yeah, <laughs> I appreciate you so much as always. Um, thank you so always. much for joining me on the show today. Great conversations with you. Yes, thank you, Robin. I'll thank talk to you, you soon. Enjoy your night. All right, bye. All right, you when too. we come forward, we have your Who's Got Next and What Not to Miss on the other side. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on The Rob Report. You know what? Lavelle DeLone inside of our YouTube, he said it perfectly. He said, Lenny is still ours. Put some respect on his name. Okay, I hear that. Um, Let's get into this song. This is Four Bats Act One Stickers 99. I don't know. Let's go ahead and take a listen to it. When he first started singing, sounded like a like a like a more feminine voice. But that was the same person. Okay, he's just giving you a little something different, a little something different. Okay, all right, all right. Um, okay. Marcus Atkins says, not really vibing to it. That's that's fine. Thomas Outlaw says that's a smooth, mellow vibe throughout. Yeah. Uh, I guess whatever floats your boat, you know? We give you all kinds of things to hold on to here uh at at the Rob Report. So listen, what I don't want you to miss before I address some of these last comments over here is remember the Renaissance movie, uh, to be honest with you, um, Renaissance, I think it's out already in theaters. You could actually go and see that tonight. I don't know if any of you are those kinds of Beyonce fans, but um, apparently it is doing very, very well. It actually got 100% on the uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> A score of 100% is very hard to do, just so we're clear. But yes, so far it has gotten 100%. So that means it is probably very, very good. I think I'll be going to watch it. Not tonight, though, because I'm going to go celebrate the the heirs twins um again shout out to them 17 years old today 
Did I mention that that I'm the mom of 17-year-olds? I said that already? Okay. All right. We'll leave it alone. So, yeah, go ahead and get your tickets to Renaissance the Film. I hear it's great. Um, okay. So, Thomas Outlaw, thank you for joining in on this conversation. He says, Mike Tyson could have handled the issue another way. But if a person antagonizing a champion level, a championship level boxer, he cannot run judge asking for money if he gets worked over. Mm. Okay. I think it's fair. I think it's, I think it's all fair to say. Um, I can't, I can't be mad at Mike. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can say your hands are weapons. You can say you're a champ. You can say you're a, a, a celebrity. You can say all of these kinds of things. But at the end of the day, if somebody is behind you, literally on top of you all up in your ear and you're trying to ignore it, you're trying to ignore the guy more than likely. If, if, if the person keeps going, you might feel some kind of way. Um, thank you guys again so much for joining me on today's show. Thank you so much for the love inside of our YouTube chat. Feel free to use our app, the, um, the open mic feature that's on our app. You guys can always leave a message. You can say what's up. You can leave your opinions there as well if you like. Uh, Marcus Atkins says, don't poke the bear. I agree with that. Listen, it has been a great show. And you already know you cannot change the dial because Zoe Williams is coming with a super fire hot topic tonight. Couples who pray together. Oh, it's, it's going to be a good one. Uh, you guys, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you to Cheyenne Corinne for joining me as well. Remember, I am Robin Ayers. And today and every day forward, be a blessing.